This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a girl who keeps texting but never meets up, saying I love you and breaking up with someone when they're going through a tough time. Check it out. Send it to friends. Also, we are doing a J Train podcast show here at Stand Up New York. It's going to be September 22nd. Mark the calendar. We're going to have some OKPs from the show. We're going to take live questions. It's going to be great. September 22nd. Come join us at Stand Up New York and enjoy today's episode. Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I want to say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for getting involved. The feedback this summer has been unbelievable. Um, it really, I got to say, it boils my biscuits every time. I get a Snapchat of you listening to the podcast. It feels fucking good. It feels like I'm dipping my nuts into an ice cold bath of love. And it really is amazing, the feedback. And I want you to keep sending me those Snapchats, JTrain56 on Snapchat. Um, and it's, it's just very cool. So, and keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends, your, your brothers, your coworkers. This, what, this is the, sh- the official podcast of your shitty summer internship but now we're transitioning a lot of you maybe you've graduated you're going to a new job or some of you are going back to school and if you're going back to school make this the official podcast of your shitty commute to class your shitty workout after class your shitty you know lonely nights when you have the scaries and it's a monday night and you're wondering what the fuck am i doing with my life and your thoughts are attacking you that's the moment Throw Papa JT into your ear and let me talk away all the bad voices. So keep giving the gift of J Train to your friends. Keep spreading the word and go on iTunes and rate us and comment. That really helps us out. And that's another thing that feathers my nuts. When you got when I go to the iTunes charts and J Train is climbing up the boards. So I love that too. Keep doing it. And also, I'm going this fall to a few schools. So if you want me to come to your school, you got to send an email. And listen, it's going to take a little bit of work to get me there. I'm not going to lie to you. You got to go email the person I'm going to give you right now. They're going to let you know the materials to show people at your school and tell you who to contact. And then that's how we get the ball rolling. So you email Gina, G-I-N-A, Gina at kpcomedy.com. That's Gina, G-I-N-A, at kpcomedy.com. And we can set up me coming to your school, doing some stand-up, hanging out afterwards, and it'll be a lot of fun. So get in touch with her, and let me get through all this just to say I'm very excited about today's guest. Super funny comic, Mike Feeney. Thank you for coming on. 
Jared, thanks so much for having me, man. It's such a pleasure. We, you know, you guys are all going to go follow Mike Feeney. This is like, uh, I say it all the time. Some people you know, some people you're not familiar with. I like it. This is like a rookie card. I'm definitely not uh, not familiar with that. That's, that's me. <laughs> and that's no offense to you. I'm just saying, like, no, you know, I know you come, I bring comics on here. I want to introduce to this audience. So sure. all of you got to get involved with Mike Feeney. He does so much great stuff. So funny on stage. At I am Mike Feeney on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everything. So at I am Mike Feeney. You can go to his YouTube channel, which has got some great stuff going on there. YouTube.com slash Mike Feeney Comedy. Bam. Awesome, dude. What's going on? Dude, we and we did a gig together. Sometimes when it happens in comedy, you'll get put on these these one night events. Yeah. And you just get matched up with another comic and you're just hoping that this person isn't a fucking weirdo. Yeah, and or a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> or a maniac. That's... And that's why I was uh, excited that we got to go down to Princeton, New Jersey, do a show together. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great time. I think uh, I don't know how. It, I don't even think you were originally on that, and it somehow no. fate crossed, and we thankfully it was like supposed to be some eighty-five-year-old uh, woman or something. Yeah. So this is great that it was great. It ended up being you. It's so funny, and we, you know, you you don't know what to expect in these rooms, and you and I are thinking, oh my god, because listen, not every show. Is glamorous, yeah, especially in <laughs> August. Too. Yeah, it's a, it's a quiet month. It's a comedy. weird month, so we go down to this Joe in Jersey, and we're expecting like ten people. There's like sixty people. It was great. It was great, and you were fucking awesome, and you we had to get you on well. the show. So you know the deal here. We're gonna do some emails. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, buddy. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. You guys can send in whatever you'd like. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Feeney at I am Mike Feeney on everything. So go follow him, support him. Expectations too high. <laughs> Dear Papa JT. I'm a postgrad from your alma mater, writing to you for my shitty job at an engineering firm in PA. Here's the deal. I've been dating my girlfriend since March. Couldn't be happier. She's a solid 778. So we have a rating system here in the podcast. Girls or guys can use it. Mm-hmm. Face, body, personality. Great. 778. And I know what the listeners are thinking. 778? She's all right. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I feel like that's great. The yeah, 778 is terrific. Well, the young guys might be like that. I'm a good-looking dude, and this girl is still a reach for me. These guys who write into you worried about their penis size trying to pull 999s, get real. That's a supermodel, and you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, he is right. We, you know, If they were a 999, they'd be Giselle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who... So this is a more realistic rating, 778. Yeah, 778's terrific. It's terrific. So aside from my rant, everything in the relationship is great, except for when a big step in the relationship happens. When I found out that I was supposed to ask her to be official, I bit the bullet and asked to slap the label on the already clearly monogamous relationship, and she fucking said no. She claimed I was forced into asking her. After some sweet time to, uh, talk, sweet sweet talking, we're official. A couple months passed, we're out drinking, and she let it slip that she loves me. I see that she feels awkward saying it for the first time like that, and seeing her hang, hang out there, I respond with the truth that I love her too. Again, she goes through this whole routine about how I don't mean it, and I'm just saying it because I'm drunk. Again, we have the argument, sweet talk, dance, till she believes that I really mean it. Aside from these few times, the relationship is amazing. Now to the question. I need to know how these things how to see these things coming and head it off so I'm not playing catch up with my responses all the time. Also, is there a way to bring it up to her that, that real relationships don't play out these perfect scripts that she's expecting without her punching me right in the throat? <laughs> Just kidding. She doesn't hit me unless I ask her to. <laughs> thanks for the feedback. Uh, any uh, gives, Thanks for the feedback. What do you, what do you think? 
I, I mean, I think all of those situations are always going to be uncomfortable. There's no perfect time when you're ever like, I love you. For the first, whoever says yeah. that I love you the first time, it's incredibly awkward, incredibly vulnerable moment. You know yes. what I mean? And it's even if the person feels that way or doesn't, if you respond back with I love you too, it's going to, there is that doubt that, you know, you've said it to, you've said it to a person uh, once in your life the first time, right? Yeah, one time. One, one time, one time, did, I was looking in the mirror. And it was, uh, no, I, I know what you mean. It's it's uh, it's incredibly hard. Yeah, and I mean, if, you're married, right? I'm married, and you're, it's funny enough. The first because I was thinking about this. The first time that any either of us said I love you, it was her, and we were at a party, and we were drunk, and she, yeah. and we were in a fight, and then she was like, you know what? Sometimes I just. I love you is all. You know what I mean? And then, and then that what part, is this, a romantic comedy? Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was yeah, I was actually going down an escalator in an airport. Yeah. Which said, <laughs> <laughs> that is the most like written out way to be yeah. told that. But I was like, it took me by surprise. You know what yeah. I mean? So, But then there, there was that whole, we had to have that conversation where she was like, are you actually saying it? Because I'm saying it. Yeah. Or do you mean, you know what I mean? And all it's, uh, of this is normal. Yeah, like, exactly. That, here's the thing that we all have to remember with all of our things that were like, oh, fuck. Everyone's going through them. Yes, we are. We are depressingly alike. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we're not you, snowflakes. You, we're not snowflakes. <laughs> we are exactly the same. We're about ten percent away from each other. Right. All our stories, all our emotions. If you feel something, then someone else is feeling that same thing. So I, you have to under like. Let's put ourselves in her shoes. Uh, and before any of this, he writes something that kind of jumped out at me. He said. Uh, when I found out I was supposed to ask yeah, that, her to be official, that's a weird. I part. bit the bullet. Here's the thing that uncomfortable relationships do, or girls who aren't comfortable in their relationships, especially women, they'll see someone else going through the the steps of a relationship, and in their mind, and this is what we all do: we look at everyone else and we put what we think they're doing. Yep. No one knows what's going on behind closed doors. No. We don't know how the next couple acts or what that couple. Because you know when you really notice that stuff is when people get divorced. When you have friends getting divorced, you you're like, oh my god, I didn't know the whole story. Yeah. That's the case. With every relationship. With everybody, yeah. So what girls do, because girls compete with their level of relationships, so they say, well, you know, and that's just the sad reality. They'll sit at a table, and it's like, that girl's married, she's winning, I'm the single one, I'm yeah. losing, and I have to defend this single position. That sucks that it's true, but it, it, you know, you'd hope that you can get over that. But what girls will say, okay, so I've watched from Instagram them go from hookup to relationship yeah. to marriage, and all, and in her mind, she's saying they must have had, you know, they must have hit that end of the level, yeah. like they're playing Mario. Yeah, yeah. But they, that's not how it happens. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not supposed to be that you put in this amount of time. I know, like, like I was, we were before I even uh, proposed, we had been together for seven years, yeah. and like she had friends that were. When we were dating, she had like one of her friends hadn't even met uh, her now husband, and they got they met, uh, started dating, got, and got engaged before we before did. you guys did. Yeah, and was that, that hard? Did you guys? Did it you was guys... hard for her because she was. I mean, she was kind of looking at that like, hey, what's yeah. going on? You know what I mean? What but am she, I doing here? Yeah, but she also never. There was never an ultimatum. The worst thing I think any woman or guy could do. You give somebody an ultimatum that yeah. just pushes them further away. I, and listen. Here's the other thing. Like I, I'm kind of dealing with this. I had the situation a couple weeks. You know, recently mm -hmm. in the recent past, I had a situation where, you know, I was you know hooking with this girl, and I was like, it's to me just a hookup. I'm having fun hooking up. When we're together, it's fun. When we're not, I don't really feel beholden to you. Right. And 
every week there would be like, uh, so what's happening this week? Feels like you're going away. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, constant, the checkup, the that- checkup. And it was like, I was getting annoyed with it because I was like, you know, listen, you know what this is. Yeah. And so every week there would be this, like, we'd go through the circle. It'd be hookup, you know, not really talk, uh, annoyed text from, yeah. her, from her end. What are we? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And then we'd go, and then it would turn into a fight. And then I would be put in this position where I have to literally say what we're doing. Yeah. And it made me into the dickhead every single fucking time. Sure. So it was like, I had to be like, listen, I, like, I had to literally write out, like, I'd be like, listen, you're great. I'm just like, it's a hookup to me. We're just going to have sex. It, like, it, like, well, yeah. I, it, listen, you're great. It's just a hookup to me. It was responded with, but do you like me? Right. And I'd be like, yeah, enough to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, I, and I'm being as brutally honest as I can be. And I got pushed so hard to explain what this was that it got down to me being like, you're good enough to hook up with not to marry. And it's like, that is like a Ooh, horrible you thing. You said that? And not in those words, but that's a harsh that's thing. That's what you meant. Yeah. But I, that's the position I was put into when every time girls can just be like, oh, this is what he's doing. Yeah. You have to constantly check out. keep. Yeah. Yeah. Check, if, if, if you can see, you're not dumb. You're just as smart as I am. Sure. You can see the writing on the wall for what this fucking is. Yeah. He, so to have that girl be like, like this girl is like, what are we? It's like, you know, what I, it is. you know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if a guy's spending you know, time with you and daytime and nighttime. How many more fucking things do you need in reassurances? Maybe you should check your confidence. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think a lot of it comes from that, right? It's self-consciousness. It's all self-conscious. And and, and loneliness too, right? Yeah. I mean. And getting left out to dry. No one wants to be hurt. No one wants to be fucking backstabbed. Used. Yeah. And used. And and that's where this girl's coming from. And so the advice, he asked, how can I make sure this doesn't happen? Dude, this is going to happen for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I still don't understand, though, what you were, you were, what did he say? He was told that he had to bite the bullet? Like, what? I, what is I, it? I, Who told I don't him? Like, yeah, I, apparently, she made it perfectly did clear. Did she give him an ultimatum? Is that a fucked up thing? I know. Um, but he was into it. So, like, right. if anything, if I'm in that position that he's in, where she's like, what are we? I'm just like, oh, you're... You didn't know, right? Yeah, like, exactly. You, didn't you can be even, like, I've, "We've been monogamous." You don't for trust me long. at this point. Yeah. So like, and that's also the problem is, and you know, from her shoes, I do empathize with her because there's a lot of guys that will play that game. Yeah. You know, guys will do the game. I can play with a lot of girls is be like, "Oh, but we never said we were together." Right. And that's like the small, yeah. fine print that you can get fucked over with. If you get it in writing on a yeah. text message, hey, this is this is what we are. You can never be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. Then, then when you you have a fight, you be like, you said we were together. Exactly. At least you have that to reference in a fight. And good relationships aren't looking for fucking legal documents yeah, yeah, exactly. to get them out uh, to, to have them win fights. Well, the notary signed this actually. So, yeah. so if you're a girl in this position or a guy in this position being asked, something else is up. Right. There's a communication that's not happening. Yeah. Maybe you need to open up to her a little bit, let her know a little bit more how into this you are. Maybe it's her being like, okay, I got to fucking look in the mirror and up my confidence a little Especially bit. Especially if one person is so, if it's, if it's, if some, if your partner brings this up to you and you are super clear on what it is in your head and yeah. they're not, that's some sort of breakdown of communication totally. that someone needs to, you know. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Feeney at I am Mike Feeney on hey. all platforms. Go check them out, youtube.com slash Mike Feeney comedy. Go check it out. Bang out the cowgirl or nah. <laughs>
like this. Bang out <laughs> is such an aggressive yeah. fuck term. Or nah is such a dismissive nah. one too. It's perfect. It's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Jew who loses his breath when he speaks too fast, McGee? Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah. Uh, I just got back from six months abroad. Chaboy slayed all the poon. <laughs> <laughs> all of it, huh? Gold medal Olympic shit. Look at Michael Phelps over here. Yeah. However, one late night, a 798 blonde bombshell hit me up around 2.30 a.m. with the classic, are you up? Can I come over? I am 100% a blonde guy, so my nuts were rattled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining his nuts like in a... Like, trembling. Trembling with, yeah. like, with, with glee. Yeah. I was traveling and out of the country at the time. The next day, she played it off cool with, I don't remember sending this. Ha, ha, ha. He writes in parentheses, sure. This text was sent the last week of the semester. We partied together once or twice more, but nothing happened. I would get drunk, classic, uh, and fall into my fuck buddy's pussy. Okay, so I guess they never really hooked up. Right. Background. We would see each other out every party night, but we're in different groups. Dance together and fireball shots all the time. Classic J-Train move. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> two gla- classes together. Side comment city. They giggled every time. Got the undercover lower vibe from her, but here's the thing. She has a post-grad boyfriend two years out of school doing boring-ass fucking shit making tons of money. Boyfriend was thousands of miles away when we started studied abroad. She did not cheat on him. When she is at school, boyfriend is states away like big states. Can't drive. <laughs> That's the most uneducated way to describe states. Yeah, them big the ones. Big states. Yeah, now we ain't talking Vermont. Yeah. They see each other very rarely. This fall, I'm going to visit a mutual friend at her school in the same sorority. So this guy was abroad. Yeah. He got contacted late night by this chick who broke down, and they never ended up making it happen. Turns out she has a boyfriend who she's rarely around. He says, what's the move? Bear in mind, I play the friend card. She might hook me up with a babe smoke show friend. So he's going to go visit her at her school. This happens. You go abroad. You meet all these girlfriends from other schools. They say, come for this weekend. And now you're looking to go to fuck city. He says, should I go for the friend card or do I go for, uh, for the homewrecker move and love every second of it? <laughs> Lastly, uh, one of her other friends who also studied abroad with us, I will end up marrying probably 10 years down the road. Absolute sweetheart of a chick. Boom. What's the plan? So I at least 100% get laid out of this excursion. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I can't imagine. He's got this trip to the school. Yeah. That he knows the girl from abroad, but she has a boyfriend. Dude, How does he play? If she's sending that text and then tells her to come and visit his school, like her school, like there's no way, there's no way she doesn't have ulterior motives about mm. it. That's my, that's my. I say you go up there and you play the friend card, knowing what it. You know, you both know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm I, saying? I think the best thing he can do when you go to another school, yeah, and you are like being brought in and is to be the fucking man. Yeah, and and I know that's pretty vague. And being the man in this scenario means forget the fucking. Yeah. Forget it. Just be a friend. Go be the fucking best time. You have to go and bring the party to her at her school that she's never fucking seen before. Yeah. You have to be the fucking kerosene that's laid out over the fucking party that lights it on fire. Yeah, and you got to get a nickname while you're there. Nickname. That, yeah. You got to have the friends being like, who, Who is, is this guy? guy? Yeah, yeah. like Love you got You have to be like you're out. You got shot out of a fucking cannon. Yeah. So you got to go in relaxed and fucking confident. And the beauty of visiting another school, you can fucking you know you do. If you're not that type of person at your own school, people are like, what? Ha- what got into you? At their school, they're like, 
we need more of this, this guy. This is who he is 100% yeah, of the time. We yeah. need this around here. Fucking, yeah. So when you go to the school, what you do is you bring a ton of booze. Mm-hmm. You bring the party, ton of booze, you say, and you bring like cool mixers that maybe they're not doing. So you like come with like a patented drink. You know, you come with like something fruity and you will. And so the pregame at her sorority, you're the one serving out drinks to all the girls. You you brought, what is this? I remember my buddies and I did, uh, we did a, like a road trip to Cornell once. Yeah. And we stayed with my friend. She was in a sorority and we brought like tons of fucking booze. And they were like, we haven't had this much alcohol in the sorority house ever like they couldn't so believe you look like heroes. it so they're like, yeah. Yeah. and it's not, it wasn't even as as like a hero it's more like oh here's the straw that stirs the drink right and what that is that is infectious sure you know that gets girls coming to you so i don't know who you're gonna fuck you're gonna fuck someone certainly you know there's somebody so you're gonna fall into if you play this vagina. right yeah if you play this right there's no way there's no way it doesn't happen yeah. so but i'm saying it's not about zoning in it's zoning out you want to go wide guy plan yeah so like the this plan is you saying get all the girls in here right you know put on the fucking taylor swift like you get real into it and like you're the like, gay best friend but then you with gotta the, be the gay best friend yeah. with that fucking straight guy dick yeah that is the way <laughs> <laughs> that gay is, best friend with the straight guy dick yeah that's, well that's this the is move. no but this is the move this is you've you nailed it that's mm-hmm. what this is called you got a gay best friend this fucking thing. Yeah. You got to go in being like, love that dress, sister. <laughs> yeah. Who are you fucking tonight? And then you got to work like, it. Like everyone's getting ready. you Because you're there during the girl times. Right. Which is like guy and girl situation is actually pretty hot to girls. The fact that you can hang. You know, the fact that you can be like and not make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so you're you not come ogling in, them or yeah, some shit. So if you're staying at the sorority house, you bring the fruity drinks. Yep. You bring... You know the sassy attitude. Mm-hmm. You, uh, if a girl's got a guy problem, you're there for advice. Yeah, you're you're, you're picking up your you inner Papa J train. Pro girl too, and the, and then your women, advice. Yeah, you're totally yeah. on board with yeah. whatever this fucking asshole yeah. is wrong. The guy's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, I, I mean this is the move of my life. I've been the gay best friend <laughs> uh, with with a straight dick it's for a long time. A, it's an impenetrable move. If you, it if it you, really if you execute is it correctly. because at the end of the night. Girls fucking fall fall in love with gay the gay best friend all the time. Yeah, because it's but I mean Except if you think you're down to fuck. Yeah, well that's the thing. If you think about it, like from their perspective, they're having a person that's not just they don't think is just trying to you know totally. fucking totally. And especially in that college atmosphere, it's kind of a relief, right? So if you come in, you bring the fruity drinks, you bring this, you bring a, a a playlist, like you bring a fucking playlist that nails it yeah tons of celine dion little beyonce celine, yeah, celine beyonce. dion what is that oh i got a song there's no way that's gonna oh, get it, the party started here's what you play and i'll tell you right now because i put it on my instagram instagram is jared at jared freed on instagram i'm gonna show you what you play and i posted this and i'll i'll say this till the day i die i've never heard an exciting celine dion song no i'll tell you it right now and i'm I'm dragging a little bit because I'm looking for the picture because I can't remember. I was the gonna name. say like Beyonce, Rihanna. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some like some like you know. Here's what you do: Beyonce, Rihanna. You got Drake. Definitely Drake. Drake, Drake has high, to be high energy. Majority Drake. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, Are we out of the woods? I love that song. Okay. <laughs> and then you finish it off with Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. Are you kidding me? That swear song? to fucking god, I'm telling you. This I I wrote this on Instagram. I'll say it again. Throw this on at the pregame. 
watch nobody touch a fucking thing. Yeah. And everyone starts singing at the first baby, baby. You know that's part where it's baby, 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 baby you know, touch me like this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's when you and and every every girl will be drenched. <laughs> yeah, I promise just, you. It's and, just a fucking flood. <laughs> but this watch. is the move when you go and you are. If you're going to be in a situation where you're at the sorority house, you're visiting a sorority house, you put yourself in their shoes and you are fucking in. And and then, you also have so much more fun because you're not, you know, thinking like I got. Yeah. I'm trying to like I got to be Mr. Cool. You just be your fucking. You know. And what then I mean? what you do is you take it. For, you you set up the pregame with the sorority and then you go to the party with them. You're fucking totally cool with all their guy friends. You're hanging out. You gotta be Smiles McGee. Yeah, and don't be- try an alpha no, guys either. You fucking, that'll, you'd yeah. be like, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. Oh, love this guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you gotta be into it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Feeney at I am Mike Feeney on everything. Go follow yes, him, sir. support him, super funny. We have a sponsor, people. And I've been this is we've they've been on the J Train. Uh, bandwagon bandwagon for a little bit because I was already on their bandwagon oh. I'm, I'm a customer that's good then this is great they give you free shit well now they've sent me some there stuff but before I was paying I'm a paying right. customer <laughs> I, I believe in the product yeah yeah so stop compromising on your shave and get started with Harry's for far too long you've either paid too much for a comfortable shave or you settled for a low price but low quality razor Harry's offers something you've never had before, a great shave at a fair price. Harry's makes its own high-quality razors, cuts out the middleman, and ships them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand. Good shave, good price. It's simple. Get the best of both with Harry's. Now, let me say that. That's the one they want me to read. Here's what I'm going to tell you. There is nothing worse than not having razors and then going to the fucking store. What I want to do is automate my whole life. Like, yeah. I, I don't want there what the internet has done is allowed for us to have things just show up at your doorstep. Oh yeah, on the cycle. Yeah. yeah. Amazon, like so many things. Your groceries, your shampoo, all this shit that you used to have to like take an hour out of your day to go do. Yep. Have it show up at your doorstep. That's it's why there, you sign baby. up for Harry's. Because yeah. I used to be like, oh, fuck, I don't have a razor. Then I'd forget for another day. Now I look like I came out of the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So listen, Harry's, they got a starter set, and I have it. It's great. It's called the Truman. So it's a great option for new customers, and it's really an amazing deal because I've never seen prices like this. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream. The shave cream is great. I can even feel my beard grow in better from the shave cream. Like no I, burns. It, it, no burns. And three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors, plus special offer for fans of this show. So listen, I'm bringing you to Harry's doorstep, and then I'm giving you a little bit of, little bit of shekels to go shop at Harry's. And that's where you feather my nuts. So it's all interchangeable. You get the podcast, you get a little shekels at Harry's, and here's the, here's the deal. They're going to give you $5 off your first purchase with the promo code JTRAIN. Go to harrys.com right now. Go to harrys.com right now. Let me repeat myself. Go to harrys.com right now, okay? And help support the show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. So it's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And the promo code is JTRAIN. Harry's.com, promo code JTRAIN. You're going to get $5 off that Truman set. So that's a $10 fucking razor with moisturizing cream. It's a hell of a value. Wow. You're welcome. (laughs) You're fucking welcome. Harry's.com, promo code JTRAIN. Here with Mike Feeney at 
I am Mike Feeney on all platforms. Friend held hostage. Hmm. Papa JT. Your podcast gets me through shitty data entry job and stops me from bashing my head against the keyboard. Happy to help. So my friend has been dating his girlfriend for over two years, and she's kind of crazy. I know I'm not supposed to rate my girlfriend's girl, my friend's girlfriend, but she's a 767 when not crazy. They've broken up at least five times, and what he tells me, it seems like all they do besides going out at night together is just bang. He once claimed 109 times a month. Okay. Come on. What is your friend of fucking... Fucking... Uh, well, he's who, on the... Who's the uh, uh, fucking Walt? Fucking didn't do the 20,000 women? Oh, Walt Frazier? Fucking Walt Frazier? No, this is a lot sadder than Walt <laughs> Frazier. This is the same person, 109... This is counting <laughs> That's with your girlfriend, which is like... There's a know, lot wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> Other, otherwise... Uh, Dude, don't count how many times you fight. That's like that's like the kid who's like had fifteen shots and then he shows you the arm with the marks on his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking save the bottle caps in my pocket. Yeah. Every time she hangs with the boys, she gets mad, freaks out about something, which often ruins my friend's night and sometimes ours too. Right, right now she unfortunately she's in a mental hospital rehab center for reasons I don't know. Ooh. So she can't return to my friend's school next semester because of this. My friend, though, wants to have fun next semester, his senior year, and get with other people. He and his girlfriend have been getting further apart from each other and been arguing a bunch this summer, and he says he wants to officially end things, but he feels trapped because of her situation. What would you suggest him to do? That's that That's got serious. Sticky. That got sticky. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, from just the first part of that, it doesn't sound like it's a healthy... You know, we all have those friends that... They they're in that relationship where they break up five or six times, and you're like, yeah. "What are you doing? What's, uh, what's many, even what's even the plan here?" Yeah, how many people do you know have broken up five or six times, and then we're like, "Now we figured it out," and I they know. get married, and they're the happiest. Well, people. It, it's kind of going back to like the confidence thing we were talking about before. Like, you know, being in a relationship is kind of like having, you know, that belay system on. You know, you're tied with this rope that's going to keep you safe. There's someone out there that at least cares a little bit of a little bit more about you than everyone else. Sure, and that's why you stay in. And you're, fa- you're afraid that no one else will care for you. It's in loneliness. This way. It's loneliness. You know, you're afraid that no one else will be able to fucking deal with your shit. And then you think you have more shit. Because you're always angry in this relationship. So you're thinking, who would ever want me? Yeah. But you're just, you're only acting that way because you're in a bad situation. Yeah. You don't don't even know how great you could be when you're with someone that you're constantly fighting with. Right. You want someone who like challenges you in a good way, not in a bad way. I mean, I, and the, the, this is a sticky situation because you don't want to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And I always say this when you break up with someone, they're going to be fine. Like we're all, we're all not that great. Sure. You know, he or she, they're going to figure it, yeah, it out. The, there's more people out yeah. there. Yeah. We, we <laughs> listen, we've evolved as humans without each other. You know, we, we went from just being, you know, fucking, you know, monkeys yeah. to being humans that can create the internet. Like we'll be this fine. girl's going to be fine yeah. without your strong medium. Now, with that said, she probably is looking for some support in this yeah. trying time or whatever. So it really is going to make him look shitty if she if he breaks up with her now. But I mean, what's shittier that or what if she gets out, then he breaks up with her and, and then and she sends, sends her, her back, back in. in? You know, it's really a tough situation. I mean, in this scenario, um, I think he needs to go 
I don't know. This is like a, this is a toughie because he can't break up with her right away. Sure, and and just be like, "Fuck it, see ya." Like you don't want to break up with a girl. Like she's like, "Well, I'm going to the mental hospital," and then be like, "Yeah, we have to talk." Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah you exactly. don't want to do that route. Well, dude, you want to make sure that like obviously it sounds. I if, I mean, when you do have that conversation, you got to emphasize that that is not the part of it. That's not the reason that yeah. it's it's not working out. It's well, all you, of the other. You also, I think you need to give someone time to get better. Sure. And right now the relationship is contentious and I don't think it's helping you get to the place that you need to be. Right. And I think like that's kind of the conversation you need to have with her. Like listen, I am here for you in every way, um but I don't see how this is going to this relationship is going to help you get better. Right. Um and that's not and I think that's like the first talks of it and also being sober and being you know face to face there's no right way to end things with anybody no and it's always going to be uncomfortable and one person always usually is much more uh ready to break up than the other person. well this is the problem with breakups and this is you know separate from this with obviously you know a situation um i mean i i ended things with a girl over text and then she was like, I can't believe you sent this Tuesday. You can't, I can't believe you texted me this on a Thursday at 2 o'clock. Hmm. And I was like, well, what time do you want to be done? Yeah, what is the, what is the good time <laughs> well, yeah, to do yeah. this? Do you have a, yeah. you have a spot in the calendar? 6.15, asshole. Yeah. yeah, and it's also like uh, you're always going to be the dick. And also there's always one party that's dealt with the breakup at least two weeks before the other party gets. Yeah. Someone gets not, it's snuck already, up on. Yeah, it's already, yeah. and But also, I mean, if it's been all going on for over two years, that is a face-to-face -face right yeah. there. Oh, they're, they're, oh, this is not a text message go, conversation. He, what he has to do is go talk to her face-to-face -face and just have a conversation about how she's doing and how yeah. the relationship is. And, you know, try to make it an agreement that being in a relationship right now during this time of our lives isn't the best sure. decision. yeah. And doing that softly. and like, And then even reaching out to some friends and family and letting them know like, Hey, uh, so-and-so are going to not be together anymore. I think she could use your support, support more, more than yeah. ever. So it's like, it's almost like giving, you know, that replacing you with friends and family. And right. if you've been together two years, you know, her close friends, you know, her family sure. and say, and you just say to them, listen, the relationship wasn't working. And I think it's not going to be the best for both of us right now. But I think you guys should go and support her right now because I'm going to be moving away a little bit. Right. And I think that's the way you do it. And I, you know, not to it's say it's not going to be easy, regardless. No. And yeah. you can't, and it's not like they're married and no. you can't make, you know, it's sad that if someone, someone has an issue like this. That's the thing, though, that some people, I mean, I feel like people do get trapped as prisoners, but in, uh, in like time relationships. You know what I mean? Someone mm. goes, oh my God, we've been together six years. Yeah. We, I've already invested this much memories and time. I just have to suck it up and be it's like, no, you don't, man. Like, if you're, if you're not married with kids, like, that makes it so much. And even then, you could still get out of it. But yeah. That's, that makes it sticky. If, you, if you're not married or even engaged or whatever the hell, even if you are engaged and you want to get out of there, I mean, that's, that was the time. Just go. Just do it. Yeah. It's I, never I, a better time. I, I've given this advice on the past podcast, but it's a lot like uh, investments. Like you, a lot of people will buy a stock and then hold on to it because all they think about is what it started at. Right. And it's like you can't. It's a shitty stock. Yeah. This relationship. But it's going to get better again. No, it's yeah. not going to get better yeah. again. You're putting good money after bad. Yeah. And they keep putting into this thing that keeps going down because they think of where they got it at and where they could get, go be gone. But it's dropped down to zero. <laughs> I like that you, know? you have metaphors in terms of like money. It's a real Jewish. 
<laughs> get real Jewy yeah, on this thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Mike Feeney at I am Mike Feeney on everything. Go check them out. Fantastic comic. Text tag. Yo, Papa JT. Need some of that J Train guru wisdom. Shout out to Mansamp and guest as well. New listener here and first time emailer. Gotta start by saying the podcast is awesome. Makes my shitty commute in the morning less shitty. Proceeds to pull out seven foot feather and tickles your nuts. Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate the seven footer. Nut feathering aside, here's my issue. I've been getting some huge mixed signals from this girl. We go to the same school, have both been in our college town for the summer. So they've stayed in the college town for the summer. They go to the same school. The summer has has mostly been a game of texting tag, with one of us being busy on most weekends. It generally goes like this. I'll be gone for a weekend, and I'll get a text from her enthusiastically telling me to come back, and I'll say I'll be back next weekend. Next weekend comes, I get completely ghosted. This has happened at least three or four times at this point. We've made out a few times, and at this point, I'm getting tired of the back and forth. For more context, at the beginning of the summer, I was pretty into her and asked her on a date, but but was shot down. So I moved on, but a few weeks later, she starts being more into me, making makes excuses as to why she said no, and this game began. So my question is, what's the move? Do I keep up the game, or do I just say fuck it and move on? Thanks for the advice. Keep up the great work. What do you think? I mean, you can. I would. I mean, you can keep up the game if you're trying to get in there, but don't have it be your only priority. You know what I mean? You gotta. I think it sounds yeah. like you're kind of getting fucked with a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it seems. It seems like uh, you're the. If it's a. If it's a town, if it's a college town. It's a summer. Everyone's gone for the most part, mm-hmm. so there aren't a lot of options. So she yeah. sounds like uh, you're. You know, you're one of few options for her. But it also seems like you're not even. Uh, you're maybe top three, but you're apparently not making it to that top slot. So I, I love that perspective because I love the thought of because what's happening. What I do. When I read these emails, let me put myself in the woman's shoes. Right. What is she doing? She is pulling a move that I do a lot. Regularly. I've done this. What she's doing is, is and it's all about, you know, I, I've been this person where you're like, okay, let me keep these plates spinning yep. as long as possible. And each of these plates gets me a little hard. Yeah. Each of these plates pumps my ego just a little bit. Sure. And the text is pumping my ego. So for her, what happened was they were at school beginning of the summer. All the friends were around school. She had all the options in the world. He asked her on the date. She's like, what the fuck do I need the date? I got seven plates in the air. Yep. She realizes everyone leaves for the summer. Now she's down to two plates. Limited. Limited plates. She's a little lonely. Her ego's losing. She's not as confident anymore. So she comes back to him. She starts texting him. On weekends, she knows she's safe because he's away. Yeah. And she keeps the be... plate in the air. That's how you keep the plate in the air. Yep. You get in contact when you know that the girl or guy is away so that you bring it up for the next weekend. You're like, oh, well, next weekend we'll do it. Yep. Next time. And now at least you have that option. They're still. on the hook. They're on the hook because you've done the least amount of investment that you could do. Yeah. Which is saying... Oh, you're going to go away when you already maybe, do. Maybe some mild Facebook stalking to yeah. know they were going out of town. That's so all you had to she do. She knew you were going out of town. She was like, come back, which is like the fakest thing. Yeah. She knows she doesn't have to hook up. She also knows she keeps you as a texter that mm-hmm. will prop up her ego a little bit. So this is all in service of her feeling a little bit better about herself. And I don't blame her because I do the same exact fucking thing. We all have, I mean, we've all been there where we have that person that you know, you know, you just you just give them a little bit of a line and they'll come 
right back every time, even if you've kind of fucked them over a couple totally. times. Everyone's got And that. here's the advice I'm going to give. When you are spinning plates, you only give attention to the plate that starts to wobble. Okay? It's a good... And then you try to move over, and you do a little bit more for that plate yeah. to try and rescue it. So you got to start wobbling a little bit. You are playing... Right now, you're playing ping pong, and you just keep returning volleys. You got to put a little spin on this ball. Yeah, throw some backspin on there. Throw some backspin. Throw a hard spike. Yeah, you got to like wobble that. that plate. Yeah. So the move is you just say, you come at her with a text on a weekend, you know she's in town. Mm hmm. And you make it late night. You stop with all, don't even answer her text anymore. You do it on a late night. Hey, I'm here at this bar with these friends. Come bring your friends. And you make it a low pressure. You know, low stakes situation. I got here with friends. I'm having my own fun. You bring your friends. You bring your friends, have your fun. And that's how you get her involved. And if she says no, just go, no problem. See you around. Yep. And fucking let it go. And don't write her and back. When, whenever she comes texting you, you never answer her. Yeah. You never answer her text to you only when you are down to hang out. So you make it, I'm only going to let you in when I'm ready to get it. Exactly. So you reverse this whole thing. It's also, too, about writing back too fast or something to that. You know, nah, when a girl, I, I don't get in. I, text when you want to so? text. I don't care. I, I Listen, you are, if she says to you, come back, don't play that fucking game. Stop playing that game. Yeah, that's you nonsense. You say, I'm at this bar with these friends. Come. Let's do it. And then see what she says. Yeah. And then what I do sometimes if someone, if someone pulls this game with me where, that, where I know that we've been, like, just fucking ghosting each other mm -hmm. over and over, and I say, come, and then I make fun of it. Like like later in the night, she doesn't write back. See, ghosted again. Yeah, call her yeah. up. You can yeah, and then because now this is already out there. You've done this so many times. It breaks up the tension. Breaks up the tension, and it also shows her like, listen, I know the game that's being played. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com with I am Mike Feeney at I am Mike Feeney on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. Go to YouTube.com/slash Mike Feeney. We'll do one more. I like this email. It's a little inside. But I feel like we could have a good conversation about this. Activist comics. J-Train, I've noticed a few of your recent tweets about how crazy the comic community is with the PC stuff. Not sure if the podcast is the right venue, but I'd love to see a column or some kind of commentary with your thoughts on the whole situation. I know one particular... Uh, one show in particular I added to my rotation because of the J Train podcast, and I love it. But the constant backtracking and apologizing and criticizing of imagined racism is pretty tiresome and hurts the product. Anyways, would love to see your take on it. If so inclined, keep bringing the heat. Been a fan for a long time. Uh, you've got a one-two punch of humor and common sense. That's hard to come by. Thanks, man. Appreciate well, it. Totes preach. Nice that was a nice little compliment I'll at the take, end. I'll that. take it. Yeah. Nuts feathered. <laughs> now, what do you... Uh, what do you think of activist uh, PC and all this stuff? I mean, it seems like at this point it serves as an excuse for trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you notice that? Do you notice that like the people who are the hardest activists about any sort of movement on Facebook tend to usually be not the funniest comics? Yeah, I mean, we have a two-headed beast right now. And I hear where he's coming from because I can hear it in the tone of his email. The PC stuff. Right. I feel like now I, I there, there's this gray area. You know, there's... There's the people that are like, stop being so fucking PC. And you're like, no, dude, you just made a fucking racist comment sure. that had no laughs. To yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you can't handle the P you PC police. It's like, so you have a lot of idiots right. blaming the PC p police 
as a safeguard to saying whatever the fuck they want. Right. Which isn't right. Yeah. And then you do have these people that are jumping on people with, you know, they're, they use these buzzwords like, you know, they use buzzwords like racist and... Or all, uh, something shaming. Something shaming. shaming. Victim shaming. And they throw know. them like grenades at people. I got a Twitter. I had a tweet about The Bachelor, okay? <laughs> I had a Bachelor at tweet. And it was, this guy, Evan, is a very feminine dude, okay? And he's... The, so the joke I wrote, it was like a quote of, it was like, it was like, you go girl. And it was a quote and it was like Evan. And then it was like from Evan with his legs crossed the woman's way while drinking wine. And like someone said, <laughs> they were like, this is homophobic. I was like, no, it is not. Like they're just saying the words. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's a funny joke. Uh, that is the woman's way to cross your, what you imagined. And is it, is it is is it have I group made a uh, a huge group bold uh, like a have I glazed over a whole group of people? Yes, right. That's how jokes are made. That's what's you know? funny. Like, that's yeah, what's yeah, funny. Exactly. The fact that you imagined exactly how I wrote it means you got the joke. Yeah, exactly. And she uh, and I said she kept coming back at me with like, and I was like, that's how women cross their legs. And he, she was like, oh no, it isn't. Not everyone. I'm like, yes, most people, most yeah. women cross their legs a certain way because there's no dick. Yeah, there's there's an exception <laughs> like, to every rule, but it's it's so exactly. frustrating. So, funny is the bottom line is funny. I mean, the yeah. people that like you said, there there are. I feel like there's a lot less people that are the people that are saying horrific things that aren't funny and blaming on PC police than there are people who are just getting attacked for because they don't agree with their yeah. sentiment. And and it's really stopping the conversation. I and and so the as far as like activists, I agree with what you're saying. The activist comics, I don't think they're comics. Like I yeah. think I I think what happens is there's people that want to be heard and then they can't be funny. So it's a lot easier to have people clap at your They get sucked into the likes. Exactly. So you, it's a lot easier to be an activist than it is to be funny. But it's so... Because it's it's so, so, I could get on this podcast and go, you know, uh, racism is bad. Yeah, we should all... Oh, oh, yeah. Donald you, Trump's you insensitive. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what ground you, are you breaking? You you're did not, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it's it, there's this gray area and no one wants to believe the gray exists. No one... Everyone wants to believe like, oh, there's horrible people and there's great people. No, everyone's just kind of mediocre. We're all the hero in our own story, man. Exactly. And it's like... and. So I think you have a lot of these people that are, are coming after people with like, yeah, but you got your own shit. And it's usually people that are like going crazy about this that don't have rent to pay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they don't yeah. have other real shit it's to worry about. nothing else going on in their life. Yeah. They're miserable, know. so I, they're going to take it out I, on you. And here's the other thing. Anything can be funny. Any subject. Yeah. Anything. But any subject can be fucked up to be offensive. Sure. So that's the game you're playing when you jump into this fucking... You know, how this many, world. How many fucking comics have you seen make nine eleven jokes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like there's I you know, and there there are funny ones. People yes. have said funny ones, but They've the ninety five percent of them are garbage. And yeah. it's like if you're willing to say it, have the balls to you know, if you can't to make, admit that it fucking sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And don't blame it on you know what I mean? There was like that comic that got punched in the face for saying the N word on stage as a white guy, and yeah. he just was like, Oh well, I guess I don't have freedom of speech. Like, no, it was a really shitty, not funny joke yeah. that you the whole punchline was you saying the N word. That was what yeah, it was your whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, the PC police. No. No, you're an idiot. That's yeah. the people police. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's uh, humans. Everyone, humans. That's, humans. that's us yeah. being like, ugh, I don't want to hear yeah, this anymore. Yeah, that's stopping you. And I, so, and I think the internet softens that. I say this a lot about people who only write on the internet. Um, and 
in I, this isn't a negative. I I would say this about anybody who writes on the internet. The the biggest issue right now is that if people agree with you, they're exactly right. If someone disagrees with you, they're a troll. Yep. That's a weird life to live. So so no one on the internet ever bombs. Yeah, exactly. You never hear you carve it, out your own audience. You, well, this is the thing. So if someone hates you, they can't be right at all. They mm-hmm. they their points. If someone reads mine and they're just like, I don't get, and it's a thoughtful critique, I'm like, okay, I love, you know, that's something I can understand. I that's why, I like, you know, stand ups, you go on stage every night and you fucking fail. Yeah, and you have to hear that fail, and no one can tell you, you know, that but you. Like, you know, you have it's to immediate. It's, it's an immediate. immediate and you see it right yeah. away. So when you write online, the and I've been through it because I've written columns online for what six years now. So I know that. Uh, you know when how this goes so there's a just a different mentality so i think that happens a lot on twitter where people like are saying right now oh the pc place no maybe your fucking thing kind of sucked yeah maybe it's not and it goes both ways you know the pc there's people leaning on pc and that sucks too but it's all it's a weird time for sure right now man very weird time j train podcast at gmail.com mike feeney thank you for coming on fantastic thanks for having me uh this was great we're gonna come right back with hypotheticals and the news we will be right back hey guys welcome back mike feeney thank you for coming on this is great thanks for having me great great advice that was fun at I am Mike Feeney on all platforms. Shelby, you join us once again. Back again. Back again with hypotheticals in the news. We didn't get you involved last time because we had a full house here. Two loud dudes. Two loud dudes. <laughs> so we're going to have you jump in on this. At Classic Shelb on Twitter. At Classic Shelb. Here's a hypothetical going right to the mailbag. Not even looking at this. Yo, Julala. Would you rather get arrested for felony theft or felony domestic battery? Both would be publicly televised, and even if you beat the case, hard to escape for the rest of your life and be known as a normal citizen, regardless if Johnny Cochran could get you off the hook. Well, he's dead. I don't think he can help me. Let me know. What do you think? Theft, of course. Theft. I mean, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, why would I want... No, battery. I battery mean, is horrible. Yeah, that's that's a horrific... Th- theft, at least you can make sound cool. Like, ah, I got into this heist. I tried... You know what I mean? You, people you organized could, a heist. People could just look at you as theft guy. Like, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like, what do they... Oh, yeah, he stole a Snickers bar. Yeah. What do you think, Shell? You could have a reason for theft. Yeah. But, I mean, battery... You can't... There's no rationalization that you could explain. You yeah. wouldn't want your friends hanging out with them. Yeah, exactly. No, not at all. Let's do a hypothetical. We got we got more. Me and some of my friends are big Jersey Shore and Taylor Swift fans. We drafted this hypothetical uh, that is a true toss-up. What would you think would get you laid more? Banging out Snooki and having her tell all the viewers that you were the best she's ever had in bed, or date Taylor Swift for one month after the breakup goes down, Taylor makes a hit song about you and uses your full name. Basically, every 22-year-old girl would know your name, maybe your face, if you subscribe to Us Us Weekly. Things to consider. Snooki is a big-time slut, and if if other girls hear that you are the best that she's ever had, I think you would have a lot of one-night stands coming your way until they get under under the hood and find out you have a strong medium. Second thing to consider. You may be getting a TV show from how much fame is associated with your full name being in the course of a hit Taylor Swift song. We all know she has uh, no filter when it comes to that. 
This is again. This, I mean, it seems pretty Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah. you're, you're getting a hit song written about you. All of a sudden, she's got way more of a reach than Snooki. Snooki's mm. not even really popular anymore, and she already yeah. had a kid. And it's just like I it, don't, it depends it what very, you're attracting. There's very different types of girls that are coming after you sure. with each one. Yeah, I think if you're trying to get like Jersey trash, you know what I mean, <laughs> then you go with Snooki. When, I don't even know what show Snooki could come on right now I, to do that. I don't know. Yeah, Shell, what do you think? She's like a mess. It's not like a huge model is saying you're great yeah. she, you don't even know what state she's in she people will just think oh he's crazy himself i go the taylor swift one too specifically because she's over the hump of crazy no one really buys her shit anymore as yeah. far as like we buy her albums and stuff but her like whole thing about guys she has now become a cartoon of herself so yeah. if she's complaining about you you just join a lineup of dudes that are like well I guess we're part yeah, of the club, part of the coolest club in the world. Yeah, yeah. There's a goddamn hit song. I mean, just to be immortalized in a hit song would be pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Jared Freed feeds my need. You know, that's yeah, the, yeah. That would be great. That's a great song right there. Mike Feeney and his average weenie. You know, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> that's a, that yeah, like yeah. Would you rather? Hey J Train, really enjoying the podcast. I look forward to it every Tuesday and Friday. But let me put the feather away and get to the goods. Would you rather have your arm cut off by a chainsaw and replaced with a shark or have your arm bitten off by a shark and replaced with a chainsaw? <laughs> you have to go through the arm detachment on each with full pain. More details below. Uh, shark arm. Shark gets attached to an elbow and lives off you, meaning it gets food and stuff from you and doesn't need to be always uh, in water. Bad side is that like a dog will behave most, behave most of the time. But we'll get a little naughty and bite someone every so often. <laughs> chainsaw, chainsaw arm also attached at elbow. You start with it at your uh, with your mind, no pull cord, and it can break a chain and will need gas put in its tank. <laughs> Love the cast. Keep up the good work. What do you think? That's great. Uh, I'm going with shark arm because that's the coolest. And first off, you got to think about it two ways. Number one is the, uh, the I'm, th I'm thinking about losing my arm here, right? Mm. A shark doesn't have much more they have actually less biting power than a human so mm. the only thing that makes them is those razor sharp teeth so it's just going to be shredding my arm into pieces a, a oh. chainsaw is a clean it's a clean, it's a clean cut. cut and then you also got a fucking shark arm which yeah. is the coolest thing anyone could ever now, now you've become someone's fetish and especially yeah. if you don't need to water all the time because a chainsaw how am i replacing a chain with one arm and you'd putting, have help you take it you to the shop i, mean? I would <laughs> think shell what do you think the shark's just gonna he's not gonna sit still yeah and i agree Will it eventually die? I hope not. Yeah, now you got a dead shark <laughs> fucking yeah. on your arm. You could be the new Ed Scissorhands too, yeah. with yeah. Uh, the chainsaw, make like weird art with it. Yeah, yeah. I the shark scares away women more. I think more than a chainsaw. That's yeah, like the a chainsaw. Movie. I have control over the shark. What if you get excited in bed and you're like, yeah, yeah, that could be a problem. No, I'm going chainsaw arm oh, because at least it has some use to it. Yeah, but think about a shark ripping your arm. He's just gnawing at the fucking tendons in your arm and everything. It would be a miserable experience to go through. Let's do one more. I like this All one. Right. Would you rather have a smoking hot daughter or a nerdy, unathletic son? This is a great one. Assume the kid will have normal in uh, the kids will have normal <laughs> incomes. The daughter won't be a rich supermodel, and the nerd won't be a son. The nerdy son won't be a tech entrepreneur. So you're getting mediocre son. Yep, that's a nerd and unathletic. Um, 
Or smoking hot daughter. Fuck. Well, the smoking hot daughter, couldn't she marry? I don't know. Rich? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I guess if they're, especially if it doesn't pan out to be anything exciting. Fuckable daughter. Yeah. Or unfuckable son. I think a fuckable daughter <laughs> speaks more to your genes. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's kind of like a compliment for you. You're like, I made this fucking mm. smoke show. You know what I mean? But if it's a if it's a son, he's like nerdy. He doesn't play sports. He's it's kind like, of a it's a bad reflection on you. Yeah, it's like this is what I've created. This meek little fucking loser thing. I may have to go daughter smoke show. I mean, I think that might be the move. Classic show. I get that you wouldn't want your like the whole football team banging your daughter, but at the same time, wouldn't it? Isn't it like bad if your nobody wanted to bang your daughter too? Yeah. Like if you had an unhot daughter, it's not that bad that she's hot. No, I'm saying I'm pro. So Shelby I'm pro wants, the daughter be, hot. wants his daughter getting fucked. You're, you're yeah, quite I'm, a, it's, it's not as I'd rather get her if she's you know not crazy about it. It's better than not. I, I I'm going smoking hot daughter. Yeah. Just because I believe in my parenting skills. Yeah, you think I you think could. I could let her know that. What like I think I would be man enough to let her know how many dudes want to fuck her. Like that's a conversation that's a, you have to have. You have to let her know that her looks have changed the whole world for her. Right. But and you, I, wouldn't that inflate her I, ego? No. Hmm. From a young age, you let her know. <laughs> From a that, young age, that everyone you're remember that. Remember that, and everyone <laughs> laughing doesn't think you're funny. I would say that to her every day. I'd be like, everyone laughing. If it's a guy. Wants to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every guy looking at you. And, and, and I would say to her, listen to the conversation. Go, I, would, I would have her test out her superpower. Yeah, yeah. If I was a hot chick, I would just go up to dudes and just say fucking un... Like, things that didn't make any sense at all. I'd Sometimes be like, I eat the middle bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see if people laugh. And I'd be like, watch. Go up to those group of guys and say, ABC123, man. And yeah. watch them laugh. They'll be like, come on, you rhyming too? Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, what's your name? <laughs> Ugly person goes up to that group, ABC123. They'll be like, get fucking yeah. away. You're blocking the view. I'm about to be convicted Troll. for battery. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Mike Feeney. Oh, we got news? We can do, let's do a couple news stories. Let's do the news. First news story, a writer for the New York Times thinks he, he knows what the best flavor of chip there is, and it is... Sour cream and cheddar ruffles. What? What? Uh, he? he, he where? Where <laughs> does he come off? He's a chip connoisseur. <laughs> He's a New York Times writer. This, yeah, anyone can just off. say they're a chip connoisseur. I thought you were going to go sour cream and onion. You said sour cream and cheddar. I've had cheddar, that chip before. The, the it's ruffles. pretty good. I've I've had the ruffles. Is it the best chip? I don't think it's the best. I don't even chip. think ruffles are in the best category of ruffles. Chips. Are pretty good. Uh, they get underrated a lot just because you know you don't think of ruffles like you're not. There's nothing really sexy because yeah. they've been around a long time. Uh, if you can't do the roll your R's, you can't even do the ruffles have ridges thing. Yeah. Um, where does he come? This is the thing. People are just naming themselves experts. Sure. Yeah, I've eaten in a lot everything. of chips. Well, then I'm a fucking expert. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like I don't like his tone. <laughs> is really <laughs> how I Fuck feel that about guy it. guy and his chips. Fuck his Fuck chips. Fuck those chips just because that guy likes them. That's what I say. I don't know. It's the... What's your favorite chip? Uh, I got a couple. I'd think it's... Uh, like I like sour cream and onion chips. Those I'm on board with. Uh, but like the uh, sun chips are pretty goddamn good. Okay. There's multiple flavors of sun chips I'm I'll on board I'll say with. this. I did have this discussion last weekend. 
about best your favorite chip. chip? Best chip. Are you talking now, this matters. Are you talking standalone chip or dip chip? Because if it's dip chip, it's Tostitos restaurant style and there's nothing else you could even say. Yeah, but what other chips are getting dipped other than tortilla chips? Everything. You can dip, you can dip ruffles. That's a, it's a yeah, good... What do you want, an That's animal? the ridges. That's the whole reason they have oh, the ridges. They, is they to do dunk. it with the onion dip. That's the only yeah. one you dip it into. But you're not dipping ruffles into salsa. I mean, some people... We live in a society. <laughs> 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 what do you... What's your favorite chip? Your go-to chip? Go to the lime Tostitos. Shelby, like, oh, that's so you much can lime. eat them Shelby, by yourself. Get the fuck out that's of here. Super fucking I weird. I hate yeah. those lime che- I hate Tostitos them so much. I no. Fuck you, Shelby. You that, can, really? You can eat them plain. Did someone tell you stuff? to say this? <laughs> Nothing makes me more mad than the fucking. Hint of lime Tostitos. They're so bad. They're so bad. They they don't it's, even taste like lime. It's just this dust it's over just it. acid. Yeah. Yeah. It's just juice acid. And they get as much space on the rack as the regular Tostitos. It's crazy. We're wasting room in storefronts for this the hint of lime. fucking atrocity of a chip. Really, Shelby? It goes with everything. It doesn't go it doesn't. with everything. It goes with nothing. No, also, this is horrible. It doesn't this go is with like my palate. Yeah, this is like getting sweet bagels at a bagel place. The other thing... That's called a donut, you fat idiot. I, I'm, I'm also <laughs> team anti... Uh, team. I'm not on team uh, salt and vinegar. That's another thing. I don't, don't like I don't it. I had it. A, well, this past weekend, a friend told me that salt and vinegar... The, the question was, we did a lot of Would You Rathers. I was on this trip. And it was like, would you ra- what's what uh, one chip for the rest of your life? And he said, salt and vinegar. And I'm like, mind blown. Yeah, that's the rest of your life. Salt and vinegar. That fucking they, make, they dry you out. Yeah, it's, it's like horrible. it's like it's like. Uh, Let me tell you the best chip. You're both get, wrong. Okay, everyone's wrong. This guy is special. Did you say Pringles? No, fuck Pringles. Thank God. Wise potato chips. That is the best chip. And listen, the thing about wise potato chips, the problem with wise potato chips. It's a greasy mess. It's a greasy mess. They get a little crumbly. The Wise Potato Chips in the family size bag <laughs> is the best chip on earth. And I am saying the family size bag because you can get the big, like, it's as if a potato was cut yeah. right in front of your eyes and given to you as a chip. So any more stories, Shelby? But I don't know if I can even look you in the eye anymore. Well, I don't think uh, any of our listeners are in prison but <laughs> I hope not. If, well, uh, they gotta do shit too. If they are, if what, they subscribe, I'll take them. What do you think the most valuable thing to trade, other than you know, sex is in prison is? What do I think? What do you think, Mike? In twenty sixteen, valuable thing to trade. Uh, I don't. Uh, fucking protection, isn't it? It's protection. I would say it's one of. I was going to say cigarettes, but I feel like less people are smoking nowadays. Yeah. Unless you have like old Asian people in prison. Yeah. A, no one else smokes. I think one of the, uh, I would think uh, cell phone. Cell phone would be a huge commodity. Like just having a phone that with apps. But if protection, I could protect you and the cell phone. This is true. Yeah. What is it? Ramen noodles have surpassed cigarettes as the number one traded item really? in prison. Wow. Ramen and on the rise. It's like the orange is the new black where they get those ramen <laughs> packets to make the food taste better. You well, know? this is also, it's uh, it's interesting how much smoking has been, how much we've been taught that smoking is bad, that even prisoners yeah, don't like, smoke well, as we, much as I they used to. i got to get my life together. We've been yeah. so evil to smokers that we've even convinced the evil that it's yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah. so, They're so, saying that uh, cost cutting has made it 
so they can't get as many calories, and a 59-cent pack of ramen could be traded for a $10 sweatshirt or five cigarettes. A sweatshirt? Five cigs? Yeah. That's a whole week of cigs. Wow. That's pretty... That's pretty interesting. So, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. You're welcome, Thanks, it was Shelby. great. At Classic Shelb on Twitter. Mike Feeney, thank you for coming on. This is Thanks great. Thanks for having me, Jared. Always a pleasure. Great At podcast. I am Mike Feeney on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Also, yes, YouTube.com slash Mike Feeney comic. Yeah. Comic? Comedy. Check it out on so Funny YouTube. Die. So, YouTube.com slash Mike Feeney comedy. I am Jared Freed. This has been a pleasure. We are here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. Keep, keep keeping on with this podcast i love doing it i love that you guys enjoy listening uh i am jtrain56 on all platforms find me on snapchat send me a video of you listening to the podcast it feathers my nuts and we will be back next episode boom this has been a stand-up labs production powered by digital media subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!